Is it simple? Is it consistent? And is it repeatable? The only thing I'm going to say to you, whatever you're doing, if you feel like it's working, continue to do it. As you know, at Ontario Living, we talk about we can't do the work. You have to do the work. But we're going to be here to be your guide. And I'm going to guide you uh, this week. And I want you to tune back into yourself and say, is what I'm doing simple? Can I be consistent? And will I repeat it? And part of that comes down to do you enjoy it? Hey guys, it's Matt Johnson. Welcome back to another Rest Eat Move podcast. Welcome to the end of the first week of 2024. My word that I've seen in this first week outside of the OTL community is confusion, chaos, dabbling, hacking. And I wanted to come today and talk about a couple things I see and also reemphasize the importance of repeating what we're doing in order to see this progress, to see these results. For everybody listening that are participating in the 21-Day Eat Challenge, congratulations on the first week. Again, this 21-Day Eat Challenge can be start, it can start anytime. So if you're not doing it and want to do it, go to our website, ontargetliving.com, and you'll see the 21-Day Eat Challenge, and you can sign up for free. Share it with your friends, your family. Maybe you just want to do it for seven days. It's very flexible, very simple to follow. And I, I, I know a lot of people are, are already feeling better in the new year. <clears throat> but I was watching a documentary on Netflix yesterday as my kids were running around the house. School still isn't back in, in session. And I'm juggling several different things. And the documentary was about these twins and the scientists out of Stanford and he was studying uh, epigenetics. And we've talked about epigenetics before. This podcast isn't going to go deep into epigenetics, but epigenetics are the uh, result of your lifestyle on your genetics. So genetics, we can't really change or necessarily adapt that much, but we can adapt our epigenetics via our lifestyle. And the best way that they think to study epigenetics nutrition specifically and what it can do biologically and uh, from your biological age versus just your chronological age is to study identical twins. Now I'm a twin, I'm not an identical twin, so it's very fascinating to me because from a genetic standpoint, identical twins are a perfect, perfect experiment. It's like that movie Twins, Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger, but they're not identical. When you're identical, the genetics are the same. And so if there's an opportunity to study what lifestyle does to those genetics and the, the effect, it's a perfect experiment. And so that's what this documentary was on. And as I was watching and I was multitasking, doing several different things, I just kept getting this sense of feeling that I have to share this on the podcast this week because they were doing a study and for the first four weeks, one participant, one twin, got a meat or animal-based diet and the other twin got a plant-based diet. Now, I'm, I'm not going to go too deep into why I think there's a couple things that I didn't love about that, but it just made me feel, again, we're trying to go after one way or the other. And so animal-based diet, we talk about eating 
better quality animal products, but we're not necessarily a proponent of just consuming animal products. We also don't tell people to not consume animal products at On Target Living unless that's something that you choose to and, and you can make upgrades both ways. But when I say confusion and chaos to start the new year, I'm seeing a lot of trends around this carnivore diet. It's the best thing ever. I was watching this documentary and one of the things they focused on is we cannot as humans consume as much animal products, specifically beef, as we're consuming without it having tremendous effect on the environment, on our health, on the quality of the animals. And yet this diet is catching wildfire on social media. All you do is you eat meat. And it just makes me scratch my head. How does this happen? Are we that desperate? Are people that, you know, desperate to create some results, looking for a new option? And it creates so much confusion because in this study they're doing, they're doing a plant-based diet versus an animal diet. And when you look at the carnivore diet, it's telling you that a lot of plants are poison and trying to avoid those plants. And again, it makes me confused. It makes me irritated. And sometimes I think I don't even have the energy to, to debunk some of this, this stuff. And so today I wanted to bring a different message because I think the carnivore diet is very detrimental for many reasons, mental health, physical health, sustainability. I think it paints the wrong picture of instant gratification. Sure. If you just ate meat for 90 days, you would lose weight. You probably feel pretty good. You've eliminated a lot of toxicity in the sense of processed foods. And, and it's easy to follow in the sense of you know exactly what you're going to eat. But is it, is it sustainable? Is it going to protect your brain long term? What's going to be the, the effects downstream when you live in your 90s and your 100s? And so many reasons I think it's a very detrimental message that we're, we're painting. And then I, at the same time yesterday, I got two different people talking to me about how much they fast. And I offered this, this woman something to eat at her office. And she said, I don't break my fast until 1 PM. And I, it just makes me scratch my head and say, how did we get here? How did we get here with so much confusion, so much chaos, so much hacking, so much dabbling? Everything I've talked about so far is truly not sustainable. And so today, what we want to really focus in on, whether you're doing the 21-day challenge, whether you listen regularly, whether this is the first time you've tuned into the On Target Living Restitute Move podcast, is three things. We want to keep it simple. We want to create consistency. And is it repeatable? I think most of our OTL community that, that has followed us for many, many years they can check three of those things off. It's pretty simple. How do you do it consistently? And it is repeatable. If you can't break your fast until 1 p.m. and you have an important meeting and you're hungry and you're tired and you just don't feel, why wouldn't you be able to break your fast? And if you do break that fast, does it ruin the rest of the week? That's not repeatable. That's not sustainable. It's gonna be hard to be consistent it's really not that simple. When I think about where we want to go as a society from a health standpoint, prevent disease, improve our energy, improve mental health, 
we got to get back to simple, consistent, and repeatable. Plants are not bad. Are some plants have different molecules and properties and mechanisms? Sure. Are, are animal products bad? I don't think animal products are bad, but we don't want to overconsume them. They're acidic. They take a lot of digestive fortitude. They, if we have not enough animals on earth to, to feed the population, it's not sustainable for the environment. And so, again, we got to get back to the middle versus these extremes. The 21-day eat challenge is very simple. Eating the green for 21 days. You're going to be consistent for 21 days. The only thing that it's not is I don't think it's repeatable for 365 days a year because you need some flexibility. You need to have some fluidity. You, you need to allow the parameters to be weakened every once in a while. But to me, when we think about simple and what you're doing, think about what you're doing. Is it clear to you? Do you understand it? Here's kind of a, a thermostat. Is it something that you could teach or facilitate to your kids to maybe a third grader? I don't know about you, but I would never have my kids, I have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a four-year-old, go on the carnivore diet. And if I wouldn't feed it to my kids, why would I feed it to myself? Now, the opposite isn't true. If, if I only feed myself what my kids like, that's not any good either. We know our kids would eat candy every day if they could. Does it have common sense? I think common sense is something that my sister really loves to talk about. It, it, to me, it's such a good point. Let's use our common sense. Is having a T-bone steak, a ribeye, and bacon as my three meals of the day, is that, is that common sense? Does that make sense that that's going to be a long-term healthy thing for us? Hopefully it doesn't. Is it affordable? Is it something that we can afford? Is it something we're just going to do for a couple of days and then, wow, that's not affordable. I wish I had a private chef. All these things could be nice, but is it affordable? Is it accessible? That's what simple is all about. How do you make it simple? Not easy, simple. Number two, consistent. If we want results, we got to repeat it. It's compound interest. When you study anyone that's talking about wealth and we understand money, it's not about that get rich quick. It's not about that little blip. It's consistent over and over that truly creates compound wealth for 99% of the population. 1% maybe gets lucky, wins the lottery. These are some things that maybe we all wish could happen. But consistency is truly what's going to give us our peak optimal health. Are we doing it over and over and over again? These are habits that become rituals, and then we require very little energy to sustain it. And then are we repeating it? Are we starting a new diet every 60 to 90 days? Are we happy with our weight at, and at some point and not happy with our weight at another point? Do we go to the doctor and get good blood check and then not good blood check and back and forth and wait for, for fear and concern before we take some action? We want to have... Re repetitive habits. We want to have rep repetitive behaviors. And again, the confusion, the chaos that I'm seeing, the hacking, the dabbling, the overconsumption of information is creating, I think, some out of balance with these three elements. Is it simple? Is it consistent? And is it repeatable? The only thing I'm going to say to you, whatever you're doing, 
if you feel like it's working, continue to do it. As you know, at Ontario Living, we talk about we can't do the work. You have to do the work. But we're going to be here to be your guide. And I'm going to guide you uh, this week. And I want you to tune back into yourself and say, is what I'm doing simple? Can I be consistent? And will I repeat it? And part of that comes down to do you enjoy it? And I think that's what I want you to leave here today. You got to find those subtleties of enjoyment. Do I always enjoy for the 21 days eating the center of the target? No. Some days I'm tired. I don't really want to prepare anything or even think about preparing anything. But one of my enjoyments is how I feel. One of my enjoyments is the investment I'm making in myself, that discipline, that willpower that really sometimes we need a little bit of focus to do. And so on one end, no, I don't always enjoy eating in the center of the target for 21 days. But when I find those enjoyments, it re-motivates me, re-engages me, allows me to get through the short period, if we think about it, of 21 days. And so as we leave here, simple, consistent, repeatable, and really what I care about the most is this is what leads to results. Maybe not the fastest results. Maybe not the sexiest, the things that are going to grab the headlines. It's not going to be the top of your social media page. But these are the results that we can sustain. We can have for a lifetime. And we can look back on and say, hey, I did the slow and steady. And now I can do this with very little energy and effort. Have a great week. If you're not doing the 21 Day Eat Challenge, it's free. Sign up on our website. Share it. And again, we'll be tuning into a lot of information, a lot of different content as we begin the new year. And we'll see you again next time.